Welcome to the Semicolon Club podcast. Funny name, serious podcast. In each episode, we focus on topics relevant to those living with colon cancer. It is our goal to inspire and encourage you during your fight and to provide hope throughout your journey. The show is not just for patients, but for survivors, caregivers, family, and friends as you navigate this journey together. Stay tuned. Of course, you know, we, we are in the business of saving lives. I mean, that is our passion. That is our mission is to save lives, but uh, as, as the healthcare is as well. But of course, you know, none of us can buy, be naive in knowing that we are also, you know, healthcare is also trying to save money. Yeah, but, yes. you know, with this particular, not just, I mean, this one as our example, yes, you know, yes. but um, with this particular problem, I mean, if we could do a better job at finding a solution to this problem, yes, everybody wins yes. because yes. we will be saving more lives and we will also be saving individuals, entities, yeah organizations money yes because these individuals will get screened yeah if there is a problem it will be detected early yes it will not you know the whole point of colorectal cancer screening is to detect it early yes and if it is detected early there's a five-year relative cancer survivor rate and about 90 percent yeah yeah that's right that's right individuals if detected early what happens is it doesn't get detected early. Right. And so then it becomes a problem because the polyps are not removed. If there is a polyp there, it's not removed and that polyp turns into cancer. That's well, right. Well, then now you're talking more money is invested and is being spent because now you're having to treat a cancer. Yes, yes. When in fact, if we could have treated it before it developed into cancer, again, not only are we saving lives, but we're saving money. We're saving a lot of and, money. <laughs> and these individuals that are not, you know, they're not insured and they're not able to get screened. At, yeah. I mean, at some point, if they have colon cancer and yeah. they're not screened, they're going to end up in an ER. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to need help because they are going to be in so much pain and they're right. going to be having bleeding and there's going to be right. other issues, you know? And so again, it, it, it seems like, wow, why is this so hard? Why is this so challenging? Yes. Because yes. it is, it's not it easy, is. but, mm -hmm. um, but, but there, there has to be, um, there has to be a way that we, we can definitely, um, continue to make an impact and yes. find a way to get everyone screened. Um, hopefully everybody has heard about the challenge of, with the national colorectal cancer Roundtable, in which throughout the nation, we're trying to get 80% of the population screened. You know, yes. we're not, I mean, we would love a hundred percent, but we're saying yes. 80, you know, we can get to 80%. I know? know. Right. Yes. And yes. Alabama, Alabama is, is looking pretty good. I mean, we're getting yeah. closer to 80%, you know, yes. every year. Um, yes. And of course, again, pre pandemic, cause now, you know, we need people to get back to screening, but, right. um, but nonetheless, I mean, even in Alabama, you know, we, we have had a lot of conversation here about needing to get the uninsured screen, but there's also people sitting with insurance. Yes, there are. That are not utilizing that benefit. And the yes. truth of the matter is, if we had every individual that is age eligible with mm -hmm. health insurance utilize yep. that mechanism and get screened 
just for colorectal cancer screening, mm-hmm. Alabama would hit 80%. Oh, definitely. definitely. So we need our insured individuals to, yes. you know, and it, and it is challenging because you, you do have to take a little bit of time off work, you know, because yes. there is a little bit of prep to it and all that good sure. stuff. Sure. But um, again, I mean, this, the best test is the one that gets done. Yes. And, and don't wait. Don't think I don't need to worry about that because if you wait until you think, oh, wow, I may have a problem. Yep. Unfortunately, it's too probably too late. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, anybody that is 45 years old listening today, if you have not had colorectal cancer screening, Please, we urge you, beg you, encourage you, challenge you, whatever the word yes, is, is yes, you yes. know, motivate you, whatever we need to do. Right, Please right. call your doctor and, and schedule your screening and tell yeah. someone you know yeah. to schedule their, theirs. Yes, yes. You know, uh, I'm glad you said that, Kimberly, because we actually, on the last, um, well, the, the first podcast of the month um, for Colon Cancer Awareness Month, we issued a challenge for you to contact five people in your sphere of influence that are age eligible and talk to them and say, have you been screened? And you know what? The five people you pick, maybe they've already been screened. So yay. But what if you found five people that needed to be screened? And let's say just three of those folks went and got screened. You could potentially make an impact. If we all, if we all did that, if everybody could could look for those five people in their sphere of influence, whether it's your community, your church, your school, um, you know, whatever, whatever that may be, but just talk to folks. And you know what? Talk to them about what are their concerns. If they're just like, well, I'm not going to do that. Well, why not? You know what? Because there are lots of myths. There are lots of, um, you know, misinformation about Aunt Sally who had a colonoscopy back in 1971 and it didn't go well. And so, you know, Let's talk to folks about what are their concerns. Maybe they don't realize there are other options. Maybe they have valid health reasons that a colonoscopy is not, you know, not the right test for them. Do you realize there are other options out there? Or maybe they don't, they they hear about the fit test and think, I don't want to do that. And you have to do it every year. Well, do you understand the colonoscopy prep isn't what it used to be? It, it, It really is a lot easier. It's, it's not that big of a deal And you could potentially be good for 10 years. So having conversations to educate those around us and, you know, I'll I'll just put that challenge out there again, you know, five people in your sphere of influence and just talk to them and, and just encourage folks. Maybe they need, maybe they don't have anyone to drive them to the appointment. Maybe you could drive them or maybe they need, you know, their kid taken to soccer practice or like, what can you do to, to bring down those barriers? That might be why they can't get screened. Absolutely. Just be a good neighbor. Absolutely. And absolutely have those conversations with your provider because like we've shared many times just today, I mean, there are several different options. I mean, there's even yes. another um, test option that's, you know, DNA based, colorectal. Yes, yes. You know, and yes. if you're, if you are um, an individual that is eligible for that test as an option, mm-hmm. I mean, it can be mailed directly to your home. 
Yes, you know, you yes, don't even exactly. have to go to the provider necessarily. Perhaps if you're up to, right. you know, I don't want to say you don't have to go to your provider because, of course, if you haven't been to your provider sure. in years, they may be like, we need you to, should go. We need to see you, you know, not just for yes. this reason, but for other reasons. So, you know, but, yes, uh, but if, yes, you, if yes. you are up to date on your visits with your provider, I mean, yeah. you know, it, there are so many different options, you yeah, know, so, really so to the point is, is don't make, don't try and find excuses yes, to not exactly. have it happen because everybody needs to get screened. That's right. I mean, right. you know, just, um, for statistic wise, I mean, this is nationwide, but you know, roughly 150,000 people will hear the words you have colorectal cancer screening. You have colorectal cancer this year, 150,000 yeah. people. And then yeah. nearly 53,000 will die again. That's, you mm -hmm. know, throughout our nation, but, sure. um, you know, it's the second most common cause of death in the U S with men and women are combined. That's right. So, That's right. I mean, it, it's serious stuff, you know, and it is yes. just, if like we've shared, it's, it's yes, yes, it's serious stuff, but it is preventable if it's detected early. Yes. Yes. That's, that's the key. That is the key. I just, you know, I thank, thank you so, so much. This has been, this has been uh, just wonderful conversation, uh, wonderful information that you have been able to share uh, with our listeners. Um, if there was um, something, well, uh, two part question. So in closing, anything else you want to share, but having been through cancer and having lost a sibling at such a young age, talk a little bit, um, just maybe offer some words of encouragement to that person who's out there listening that maybe they have a diagnosis, um, maybe the caregiver who has that family member uh, with the cancer diagnosis. What are some just things that you would share with them about navigating that journey and just things that you learned along the way? So to answer the last part of that question first, I guess. Um, yes. Along, along the way, the journey again, I mean, I, I, I believe that, um, I advocate for people to be their own advocates because I have lived through it, you know, and the most important thing is to do everything that you can to educate yourself, equip, yeah. equip yourself. Um, don't, don't be fearful to ask questions. Don't yes. be fearful when something doesn't feel right to get a second opinion or third opinion or fourth opinion. You know, yes. I mean, yes. like you, and you know, your body better than anybody else. And there have been times where, um, you know, individuals will be like, something's just not right. And you will go perhaps and every, you know, the test comes back and there's not, but something in your gut yeah. just tells you something's yes. not right. You know, you're not crazy. You know, That's I mean, right. if you, if you need to test further, I mean, you keep on the path of finding the answers that you need. And, and a lot of times as, um, you know, mamas and daddies, I mean, I can speak from a, from a mama mm -hmm. perspective, you know, um, I have a daughter that is a type one diabetic and I knew for a, for a long time that something was not right. You know, yeah. you, yeah. you just keep going back 
and you just keep going back and you just keep going back. And, you know, it it can get exhausting at times, but um, just, just stay the course, just stay the course because early detection is the key. Um, I would encourage people to never give up hope. I would encourage caregivers to be patient. Most, most, um, oftentimes, I mean, I say that, but the caregivers that I have seen, I, I mean, I'm preaching to the choir because they are the most patient, loving, compassionate people that you can imagine, you know, um, especially, you know, when you're dealing with a loved one, I mean, home is the safe place. Home is where individuals are really going to be able to share exactly the pain and the fear that they might be experiencing. And sometimes we don't even have to say anything. You know, we just, we just need to be there. You know, let them know that they're, they're not alone. Um, what I would like to say too, is thank you to our healthcare industry, all of the providers, all of the nurses, all of the clinical staff. I mean, more so than ever. I mean, I've always been so appreciative of those that are always serving to try and care for others. But now more than ever in the midst of what they have had to deal with more so than a lot of other, you know, people in different professions. I mean, that they've missed time with their, their families and their loved ones and, you know, they have put themselves at risk of potentially getting the virus. And I just, I just thank you. I mean, I just thank you from the bottom of my heart for staying open. Not that, you know, that they would have chosen otherwise, but, you know, I mean, I've thought about that a lot of times, you know, um, what, what would we have done this last year Mm -hmm. without those that are educated in the healthcare realm, you know, so thank you. And, um, and thank you, Jackie, for, you know, doing this podcast and continuing to find ways to get the word out and to, to educate people. And, you know, I would just encourage individuals to, you know, visit the American Cancer Society websites and social media, um, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, you know, and and with Rump Shaker too, you know, and just please help us get the word out, you know, retreat and reshare and not reshare, but share, you know, messaging and help us to get the the messaging out because, you know, it, it it takes an army, a large, enormous, faithful army. And we are, we are, don't get discouraged because we are making progress. I mean, definitely we have every year we make progress. I mean, every year, but, um, you know, the work's not done because cancer hasn't been eliminated and, you know, we got to continue the fight until we can thankfully say, you know, we, we, we have cured it. Right. Right. No, you're, you're so right. And, And I echo what you say. Don't be discouraged because you're right. The, even though we, we talk about how much further we have to go, we really, really, have seen dramatic um, increases in screening rates for for all you know 
all types of cancer. So it, the message is getting out there. Uh, you know, when my mom was diagnosed with colon cancer almost 21 years ago, um, and she's, you know, she's still doing great. She, she had a, a very good outcome and, um, and everything. But 21 years ago, you didn't talk about that diagnosis and you didn't hear people talk about it. Um, and so when I personally look at the way, the way things were, and she was only 44 at that time. Um, when I look at the way things were then, especially for someone who is younger, I mean, people looked at you and it's like, well, that's an old man's disease. <laughs> and now to see um, the advocates that we have, the people that are speaking out about screening, um, you know, people that have been affected by colon cancer, it's a dramatic difference 20 years later. Absolutely. It really, really is. Absolutely. So, well, and don't forget. Don't be discouraged. Exactly. Don't be discouraged and don't forget that you're in charge of your health. You know, make good, That's make right. good choices. You know. Yes. Yes. Um, eat well. Find time to exercise. Yes. Don't yes, smoke. Definitely. If you yes, choose to drink, yes. you know, do it in moderation. And I mean, like, and if you need yes. help in like, what are some risk factors? Cancer again. Yeah. Visit cancer.org. cancer.org. It's all on there. Yes. You know? but, <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, in, in regards definitely. to colon cancer. I mean, you know, there, there's, um, you know, we, we definitely encourage people not to never eat red meat, but you know, like right, do that right, right. Moderation. You know, so there's, there's simple things yes, that um, exactly. you can make sure that you're doing too, to, to stay in good health, not just for colon cancer, That's but right. just cancer in general. So exactly. But people ask the risk factors and I, I always tell them the same things that you do to prevent heart disease or diabetes or all cancers, it, it, you know, there's no magic there's no magic cure for this. It's it's a healthy lifestyle overall that will help you to not be susceptible to many many different that's things. Right. You know that's that's what you just need to need to think about um, and endeavor endeavor to do. So, well, Kimberly, thank you again. Cancer.org um, is the website that you need to visit for um, the information and the resources that we've discussed here today. Um, and will you give that? Uh, phone number one more time here at the end for us. Absolutely. For the 24 hour. Absolutely. It's 1-800-227-2345. And so it's 1-800-ACS-2345. 227-2345. Yeah. And, and even it, as simple as stand up, you know, so many people are Zooming these days. Yes. <laughs> yes. Know, I mean, let's yes. just all, you know, make a priority to even just stand up occasionally. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. When, when Kimberly and I are on, uh, we're on several projects together. And a lot of times I actually will take those calls on my phone. And that is exactly <laughs> what I do. <laughs> I, I just walk around with my phone because I'm like, I need, I've got to move. I've got to move. So um, that's great advice. Well, Kimberly, thank you again for being with us today. Um, hope you have a wonderful day. Day, and we will definitely have you on here again um, with lots and lots of things that we can we can discuss in this realm. So I really appreciate it. Um, I hope you have a great day. I appreciate you, Jackie. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thanks so much for joining us today for the Semi Colon Club podcast. See you next time.